2: It doesn't take much for the vibes to go away, does it? But really for the Orlando Magic, it's what comes next. It's always what comes next that's most important. So how do you deconstruct a really bad loss? You put it behind you as quickly as possible. The good, the bad, the ugly, the awful, the terrible, the not so concerning, it's all coming up on Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is December 28th, 2022. My name is Philip ross I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, well, the good vibes are at least on pause as the Los Angeles Lakers run right through the Orlando Magic. With no regard for anything at all, we're gonna break down what happened as the magic fell flat on their face and they lost to the Lakers. Plus, we'll chat about what this what this game means moving forward, and why we hope it means absolutely nothing. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment, but first we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember this great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Picks. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's PrizePix.com promo code locked on. The Los Angeles Lakers were angry after Sunday's loss to the Dallas Mavericks. They gave up 51 points in the third quarter. They had a game that looked like it was going to snap their losing streak, and and they they blew it. They lost it. And there's some reporting going around that they had a team meeting to try and get themselves straight. So before we even get into this game. We knew that this team was going to come out focused. We knew that this team was going to have its ducks in a row and was going to be very, very intent on getting a win. That's before we even get to the matchup. That's before we even get on the court. The Los Angeles Lakers, and this is for any team. This isn't just the fact that they're the Lakers. It isn't just the fact that it's LeBron. It's it's, it's any team has these kind of come-to-Jesus moments and have these come-to-Jesus games. Everyone's going to have a bad night. Everyone's going to have a good night. And the Lakers certainly seem determined to make this a good night for them. The Magic, for their part, had a game plan, I think. Um, they wanted to let the Lakers shoot, essentially. you know, They wanted them to take threes. And so some of the aggression that they've been showing defensively immediately got dialed back. And so, what you had in this game was a a mixture of a very focused opponent and a a team that probably out-schemed itself a little bit. The Magic were happy to let the Lakers shoot threes. And very, very early on, the Lakers made their threes. They finished with 17 for the game. Pat Beverly had three in the first quarter. The Magic were happy to let them shoot these, but... Unfortunately, it had the effect of dialing back the team's aggression. And this is not the game. This was not the opponent. This was not the time to be caught on your back foot. And so the Magic, not that they lost this game just from strategy alone, but the Lakers beat the Magic exactly how the Magic wanted them to be beaten. But, and they couldn't reach into the reserve To kind of fix things as they came up. Look, there's going to be nights in the NBA every night. There's going to be nights in the NBA every so often where you just don't have it. And the Magic didn't have it in this game. They were a little too passive defensively. Their offense was struggling to to get much traction. They ended up scoring a decent amount. 110 points is, is plenty for this team. But they were just caught flat-footed. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who the opponent you're facing is. If you're not willing to be the aggressor, if you're not willing to be physical, if you're not willing to be the, the team that wants it more, and, and that's, that's a fudgy way of saying it, but if you're not willing to be the team that's going to go out and take the win, you're going to lose. And more often than not, you're going to lose very, very embarrassingly. The Lakers are not a good enough team right now to embarrass much of anybody. Um and so they stayed ahead in that 8 to 12 point range for a good chunk of this game. The Magic would always kind of reel them back in, threaten like they're going to make a run and then make a mistake, make a turnover, make a make a take a bad shot, give up a bad shot, give up a fast break, give up a secondary transition. Give up something that would let the Lakers reclaim control. And the Lakers were never out of control in this game. And some of that is, yes, LeBron James was playing at half speed, but also pretty dialed in. Getting others involved, making sure everyone was eating, making everyone's life really, really easy. And his team fed off that energy. Russell Westbrook came in off the bench and did the same thing. Yeah, he made some shots early on, but he was setting everyone else up. And the magic... We're scrambling because this isn't how the Los Angeles Lakers have been playing. Again, I, I think there's plenty of blame to go around for the strategy and the game plan. Uh, but the Magic did not execute anything with the intensity, effort, urgency that they needed to do. They did not match the Lakers' effort, intensity, and urgency. That's that's just the plain and simple truth. And, and there's no other way, no, no better way to explain this game. The Lakers were on a four-game losing streak. They were embarrassed on national TV on Sunday on Christmas Day. They wanted to win this game. And they played like it really mattered. The Magic, again, this is nobody's fault. I'm fine with the Magic taking the days off that they took off. The Magic looked like they hadn't played since Friday. That they really had an easy time on Friday, even though they didn't play as good as the final score would indicate in that game. Took a day off Saturday. Obviously took Christmas Day off. Had a practice on Monday. They looked like they were easing back into the schedule after a holiday break. We've all been there. Uh, It's it's human nature. And again, that's just a bad combination. The Magic didn't do the things they needed to do. The Lakers did all the things they needed to do. And it's really that simple. That's how you get a 129-110 deficit. Now, is this excusable? Is this something that the Magic can allow to happen? The answer to that is obviously no. Uh, It's a learning process. It's a learning moment for this young Magic team. But this is not something they can allow to happen. They have to be better. They have to be just smarter. They have to be... uh, They have to bring that consistency of effort that we expect from this team. And again... Intensity, effort, urgency. Those are the three things. Those were the difference in this game. You could see it in the way that the Magic took to the free throw line where they missed nine free throws. They were, uh, what, 16 for 25 from from the foul line in this game. They got to the line plenty. They were plenty aggressive, but missing free throws, missing shots, they were always caught flat-footed. And eventually, you know, the way that they were missing shots and the way that they were playing the Lakers were just constantly on the run. And again, the Lakers played to their identity. It was a huge deal. The style of play was really important in this game. The Magic needed to slow the pace down, you know, play at their pace, play under their control, and instead it was the Lakers going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, getting up the court, getting shots that they want, beating the defense before it could get set. That's how you lose a game to the Lakers. Effort... Intensity and urgency. It's not that they were all necessarily bad. There was no urgency. I'll say that was bad. Intensity, there's no intensity. It felt like the magic were easing into this game. Effort, obviously, those two elements that I just mentioned lower your effort level completely. These are things that have to be given, these are things that have to be certain. And you certainly have to have more of it than your opponent. At the end of the day, the Lakers really wanted this game. The Magic couldn't meet that challenge. And that's how the Magic find themselves losers on this Tuesday evening. We're going to talk, we're going to go through the box score, and we're going to talk a little bit about whether this game is something to be worried about or whether it's something the Magic can put in the rearview mirror. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Prize Picks. Look, those daily fantasy games are no fun. Uh, you play some of the traditional daily fantasy games or you play uh, you play some of those traditional games and it's you against all these people, you know all these people that know what they're doing, they win regularly. Uh, and you're just lucky if you place high enough to get your money back. That's considered a win. And, and and obviously you see your bank account dwindle pretty quickly in these games. I used to play those games too. But then of course Prize Picks started sponsoring this podcast. I started playing Prize Picks and I found a better way to daily fantasy. Prize picks is the best way to get involved, to get to get in on the action, and and to uh, and to play the game, to play the games. How does it work? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they go if they go underscore more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's you versus projections, and you can mix and match sports. So, if you want to hit Tom Brady's over uh, or or Tom or, or hit more than Tom Brady's projected yard projection for Sunday's game against the Carolina Panthers, along with Paolo Bancaro bouncing back for a big game against the Detroit Pistons on Wednesday, you can group those together and win big bucks. I I won $30 this week on a $20 bet by getting three out of four of my picks correct on Christmas Day. It was very, very exciting. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals It's currently operational in more than 30 states, including here in Florida, as well as Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports today. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. So don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic your first lesson every day. For your next lesson, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports Today available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go through the box scores of the Orlando Magic fall to the Los Angeles Lakers, 129-110. to 110. Um, in front of the largest crowd ever for a Magic game at the Amway Center. So a disappointed group, but they did get to see a good show from LeBron uh, and the Lakers and, and, and some hopeful moments from the Magic. It, it, this game will feel a lot worse than it actually was, and, and we'll dive into that a little bit toward the end of the show. Um, but the Magic really struggled. Yes, they shoot 50% from the floor. Yes, they shoot a decent 10 for 28 from beyond the arc. It wasn't like they settled for three-pointers. Uh, but the Magic really struggled to do the things that they need to do to win. They lost the paint battle, 56 to 44, going 22 or 35 from the paint. If you're doing the math at home, that's 35 point, that's 35 field goal attempts in the paint. That means you got uh, 49 field goal attempts elsewhere. That's 28 three pointers. So 28 of those 49 are three pointers. That leaves you with 21, 21 mid range jumpers. That's not a successful run for the Magic. They've got to score in the paint. They got to be up over fifty points in the paint. Um, and while the Laker, you know, the Lakers only get nine second chance points, they do end up with fifteen fast break points. Not a killer number. It is. It does come with the Lakers controlling the tempo of the game. Uh, Orlando with eleven turnovers for twelve lost for twelve Lakers points. Um, just, uh, just you know, again, it, it wasn't necessarily that the Lakers were hammering the Magic in some of these areas, but it was the Magic just making bad decisions along the way, just not able to finish at key moments. Not able to kind of get themselves going, not able to find that energy. And the areas where the magic were finding energy throughout this win streak, they couldn't find. Whether it was, you know, bull, you know, honestly, the biggest spark the magic had in the game was in the third quarter. Bull Bull got himself going. He scored 10 points on four for seven shooting, cut the lead down to five. That or cut the deficit down to five. That was the biggest spark in the game for the Orlando Magic. That was the biggest chance that they had in this game. And Then it was gone. Um, You know, again, you you, you find little pockets here and there. Marco Foltz, 16 points, 7 for 13 shooting, um, uh, three assists for him, did some nice things. Franz Wagner got himself going. 15 points, 4 for 8 shooting, 2 for 4 from beyond the arc, but only eight field goal attempts. Um, The Magic were just unable to get him the ball in key areas. Um, Paolo Banquero had his worst game as a pro. 4 points, 1 for 6 shooting, 0 for 2 from deep. Three assists, had five fouls, committed that fifth foul, about seven minutes of play in the third quarter. Just just not up to snuff. Not the way that the Magic need to play, not the things the Magic needed to do uh, to to pull ahead and to win this game. So, uh, you know, again, you could go down that line and you just find constantly some good, some interesting numbers if, if, you know, we're halfway through the game that for a full game, just not what the Magic need. The Magic couldn't get Paolo going at all. He just frustrated beyond belief. Uh, it wasn't that LeBron was on him. It wasn't the defensive matchup. It was just that he couldn't get himself going. He was just frustrated with fouls. You know, trying to get himself to the basket, but two for four from the foul line, missed free throws. So just an off game. I mean, this is an off game for Paolo Banchero. He looked like a rookie. He looked a little bit odd by the moment, to be perfectly honest. Um, I'm sure he won't be the next time he faces the Lakers, but this. You know, th- there was a lot—it felt like there was a lot in this game. Um, just from the matchup, Paolo and LeBron, uh, with the opponent being the Lakers, the kind of lead-up to it coming out of the holiday, it, it the, the the sellout crowd, it felt like maybe like a bigger game than it actually was. Uh, and I think that took over the magic a, a little bit here too. But th- again, Orlando was just so out of sync. They couldn't get their shots to go down. Yeah, yeah the numbers look better. Orlando scored no fewer than 27 points in any quarter. That should be good enough for them to win. And so the real issue is the Magic just couldn't defend at all. The Magic couldn't get stops. The Magic couldn't keep guys in front of them. Um, they were letting LA shoot threes. Lakers finished 17 for 43 from beyond the arc. The Lakers actually take uh, one of the fewest three-point attempts in the league. They're around 32 attempts per game, or you know, 30 low 30s. They got 43 up. I think that's. I think that was the Magic's strategy, honestly. I think that was the Magic's game plan. And once they started making them, they had to extend a little bit. Uh, uh, and they started attacking the paint at that point. you know, I think they were willing to let LeBron get his 28 points, 12 for 24 shooting. 0 for 7 from deep, so they did that part right at least. 7 rebounds, 5 assists. I, I think they were fine with that. What they did not want to happen is Thomas Bryant going off for 21 points. Patrick Beverly making 4 3-pointers, going 4 for 10 from deep, 14 points. Russell Westbrook to get 15, 13, and 13 Troy Brown Jr to score 15 off the bench including three three-pointers. Some of that stuff is just variance. Sometimes teams hit shots even bad three, even bad shooting teams hit shots. I think the Magic can live with that. I think that honestly, I think that I really believe this. I think the Magic could have done a better job challenging those three-point shots, but in the end I think that's what the Magic wanted. They wanted these t- they wanted the Lakers to beat them from beyond the arc. They wanted them to shoot a ton of threes. Um, they did that. They were happy with it. They were fine with it. Um, but the Lakers made it. And, and, you know, some nights that's going to happen. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll talk more about that um, toward the end of the show. Uh, turnovers help keep the magic in this game. Lakers had 14 turnovers for 19 points. Uh, Wendell Carter looked really good 15 points, six for eight shooting, two for two from deep. A lot more comfortable. Um, If he plays on Wednesday, it's not clear. Both Wendell Carter and Gary Harris were supposed to be on a minute restriction. They ended up playing 19-27. Gary Harris with 9 points, 2-for-4 shooting for him. So, not a terrible game for Gary Harris. Um, If those minute restrictions do get lifted, um, I think that, uh, you know, I don't know if they'll play Wednesday. I don't know if they're going to play Wednesday against Detroit. But um, we're probably close to those minute restrictions getting lifted. And honestly, I think we'll see both Wendell Carter we'll see Wendell Carter at least in the starting lineup Friday. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Gary Harris in the starting lineup because, you know, again, Bull did good things, 10 points, 4 for seven shooting, but his lack of mobility on defense is sometimes his, his inconsistency on his defensive awareness. I, I think that is starting to, to wear on the magic. And I think, you know, it's been this way for a while. And even during the win streak, this big lineup's had its struggles. I, I think this big lineup's kind of run its course and it has to be used more as a changeup. I, I know that's something I said during the losing streak. All got put on hold when the team was winning, but even if you look at the numbers, uh the the this 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 uh this group has had its struggles uh even during the win streak. So you know, I think the magic do have to do have to make that consideration at some point. Um look, the numbers aren't that important. The numbers don't matter that much. They they're cosmetic. Um, you know, again, because you could look at it, Mo Wagner shot five for eight. You know, Franz Wagner, yeah, you'd like them to shoot more than eight shots four for eight. He was five for five from the foul line. Um, you know, Markel Fultz had a really nice game with 16 points. You know, slowed down a little bit in the in the second half, but really helped pace the magic and give them some offensive stability. And, you know, the magic were able to score at a decent clip. They just couldn't get stops. And and, and whether it was because the defensive gameplay was too passive to allow the Lakers to shoot threes um, and, and kind of hang off them on the three-point line, uh, or whether that's just the magic just brought the wrong approach. Again, Energy, intensity, urgency. Our effort, intent, intensity, urgency. The Magic really didn't have... Either of those three are certainly not at the level that the Lakers had them. Not the level that this team expects. You know, The lesson might just be, hey, we can't coast. We are not good enough to coast. We've got to bring that right approach and right attitude to every game. And that's kind of where we have to leave this team. Um, there's always a the fear that this team is going to backslide back into bad habits. Um, they haven't proven that they're good enough to win yet um, or win enough consistently yet to, to have us believe that they're going to take those next steps. And so that leaves the all-important question, how does this team step forward? And so we're going to close the show. We're going to ask, what's next? What does this game mean? What does it matter? It really matters Wednesday. We'll find out We'll come, come, coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting, info, stats, news, and analysis this season. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and more. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. If I'm not mistaken, uh, the Magic had uh, an against-the-spread win streak that was snapped against the Lakers. The Magic... Were favored by three and a half points against the Lakers, uh, according to some reports. The first time the Magic were favored over a LeBron-led team since 2011 shows what good that did. I, I had a bad look. I had a bad feeling about this game. Um, I, I posted it on Magic Wands. I had the Magic losing this game. I, I am not surprised that the Lakers ended up winning this game. I, I I didn't think the Magic would play this poorly, but I thought the Lakers were going to come and and play very very well, and they and 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 they did that. And sometimes. There's just not a lot you can do. Um, But the Magic have a chance to start a new new streak, and they're pretty good against the spread. A lot of of people underestimate this Magic team still. So if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. They're always the fastest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
0: This is Jake from Locked On.
2: You heard me say this after the Magic lost the Atlanta Hawks last week um, when the win streak ended. Um, and, 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 you know, we kind of took a sigh, a little bit of a sigh of relief and, and, and say, okay, the pressure of this win streak's over. Now the most important question is what does this team do next? The, the next important question is to ask, how does this team respond? To a defeat. Do they backslide into bad habits? Do they uh, do they keep pushing? Do they take those lessons and galvanize? How, how do they rally? And honestly, the three games since that loss to the Hawks have presented a bit of a mixed bag. Because remember, for three quarters, the Magic's defense looked awful against the Houston Rockets, and then they switched to that zone defense and locked them up and, and really stole that game in Houston. Against the Spurs, the Magic really struggled to kind of put their grips in the game and, and and be the assertive, more dominant team until the fourth quarter when they just ripped the Spurs apart. And obviously, Monday, uh, Tuesday night against the Lakers, the Magic just didn't look very good. Uh, that's I, I can't describe it any other way. They just did not look very good. They were slow on defensive rotations, they were slow to contest. Even if you want the Lakers to shoot some of those shots, the Magic need to do a better job contesting. They were not able to keep their man in front of them. It was bad. It was really bad. Just, just really, really bad. And so now we have to ask this question after another loss. Um, you know, a game where the Magic did not play with the again effort, energy, intensity, urgency. The Magic didn't play with what they needed to play with. And so, you could chalk it up to, okay, you overthought the game plan a little bit. Maybe Jamal Mosley is experimenting with some rotations and some lineups that he wants to see before they finalize things. I I think that's a mistake too, I I won't lie. Um, Because, you know, you had something working and yeah, you need to reintroduce Wendell Carter and Gary Harris, but make that as seamless as possible. You know, don't disrupt too much because something is working. The Magic have to have to kind of prove that they can get it all back. And yes, every team is gonna have a bad night, a night where the energy just isn't there, Uh, where the shots aren't falling, where you have to kind of manufacture something. And you know, I'll give the Magic this credit. You know, offensively at least, they didn't play great, but they still scored a lot of points. Honestly, I I would feel this way about this game. The Lakers brought energy to this game. Energy that the Magic couldn't match, and yet the Lakers didn't really blow this game open until the fourth quarter. Uh, the Magic fought. Uh, I, I, will, I will say that they didn't. They weren't effective. They weren't good enough, but they fought. And, and I do think that is a sign of progress. And I, and I do take that as a sign of okay, the Magic had a bad night. I don't need to be worried about this team. They're gonna they're gonna be fine. They're gonna get back to you know, maybe not back to the level that they were at before, but. They're going to get back to a level where they, where they will win and win consistently, and be, and and show the growth that we need to see. This is every team has this kind of night. The Milwaukee Bucks got beat by forty last week. Everyone has these nights. The Magic swept the Celtics over the weekend, a couple weekends back, last weekend. Everyone has these nights where you know, where inexplicably you just don't have it. You're going to have a few of them throughout the course of an NBA season. So one game is not a moment for panic. One game, one bad game, isn't the time to, say, blow it up or, or, or anything like that. You don't overreact to one game, as, as they say all the time in this league. You don't get too high. You don't get too low. You're never as bad as your worst day. You're never as good as your best day. But with this young team... How they deal with adversity is still a mystery, is still uncertain, is still something they have to prove. And so, I would love to take the box score, crumple it up and throw it in the trash, and dismiss it as one bad game. But that's not possible yet. Because this team still has to prove they can put it behind them. This team, I can't crumple that piece of paper for them. This team has to do it for me. And the best part about the NBA is there's always another game. Wednesday night, everything is going to be stacked against the Orlando Magic. Like the Los Angeles Lakers, the Detroit Pistons were embarrassed on Monday night. They had, a, I think it was a 13-point lead with three minutes to play. They ended up losing in overtime by 11 to the LA Clippers. This Pistons team, and this was all at home, this Pistons team is going to be fired up and focused. And obviously the Pistons, this Pistons team is not LeBron James focused, is not Russell Westbrook focused, is not that Lakers team focused. The Pistons are quite possibly the worst team in the league. No offense to my friends from Detroit. Cade Cunningham is just that good for them. But this is a Pistons team that's going to be focused. That's going to be determined to get a win and put that nasty taste out of their mouth. The Magic will be on a back-to-back and on a, road, on a home road back-to-back. A part of the schedule that I still don't understand why the NBA hasn't eliminated. But this is going to be really, really hard. And if you thought finding energy was hard when you are at home with a sellout crowd against the Lakers... Finding energy going into Detroit, which a building that's not typically very full, playing against the worst team in the league on a back-to-back, you better be able to find some energy. Even if you have to dig real deep to find it. Look, this, this isn't a must-win game. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that, but the Magic really have to prove and show their resiliency, their toughness, their resolve. Because games like Tuesday night cannot happen. They will happen, but you got to find ways to mitigate them. you got to find ways to say, okay, we don't have it. What can we do? What can we rely on to get us through and give ourselves a chance to win? And again, for three quarters, the Magic kind of did that. I was oddly encouraged because the Magic were playing poorly, but it still always felt like they were one big run, one moment of brilliance from getting back into the game, and obviously that that just never came. The Magic have to find that in Detroit. And we will not care what the result was to this Lakers game if the Magic go out and take care of their business in Detroit. If the Magic go out and win in Detroit, no matter how they do it, this Lakers game is meaningless. A blip on the radar, one bad night. But the bad teams, the teams that struggle to win, the teams that don't know how to win, the teams that we, the kind of team that we don't think the Magic are anymore, they're the ones that let these bad performances kind of build on each other and continue and roll over. The Magic want to be a good team. The Magic want to be a competitive team. The Magic want to be a playoff team, a postseason team. Wednesday night is really, really important in showing who they are and proving that this was just one bad night. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr_omd. underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. you your tuning in Himaly, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of our podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For lace on, the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today podcast is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic, daily, Locked On Magic. This is before Crossman. We'll see you so again, next time for another episode.